Hey Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. So we're going to talk this week about, as you can probably tell from behind us, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 4. That's right. Uh, which is already on, underway. Yeah. But uh, with the uh, coming out soon of Black Widow, we thought it would be a time maybe to talk about it again. Yeah. If you uh pay attention to our youtube channel then you would be aware that at least last year or before, one or two years ago yeah. uh when we did the a week in power squared show uh we briefly talked about our thoughts on the mcu phase four so since that's underway we thought we'd revisit it especially because it's expanded a bit since last time we talked about it yeah i guess having a five and six you know they're going after 2028 or something with these films yeah uh we so we're not we don't want to uh, make you think that we're marvel experts and anything like that we have seen uh the 23 films yeah. that made up the first three phases over 10 years so we were i'll say loyal fans in that respect yeah uh, and, but we're not like oh this character this character and yeah you know, that kind of stuff so um but uh, so the as I said, it's underway. Uh, what they're also doing is making you watch Disney Plus. Yes. And watch the shows there that have to have something to do with their their part of the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and the first one of that was Wandavision. Yeah. Which was basically kind of a sitcom, as I understand it, and we didn't watch that. No. Uh, it's not that we didn't like those characters. It's just that we didn't feel as interested we did watch um the, falcon and winter soldier right and partly because i like those characters yeah and i want to see what they did with them and i guess it, if i understand it right the falcons could become captain america yeah so it was kind of good to see that but it's kind of sad that you have to watch the television show to understand the movies yeah uh, and maybe i don't know how much they're going to have some sort of thing to catch you up or whatever or they're just going to pick up you know, right? They kind of did that a little bit with Shield. Yeah. Agents of Shield. Yeah. Well, there, to, you know. Yeah. There was there was a there were some Marvel uh, like MCU related shows before Phase Four, but the shows were not canon to the movies, but the movies affected them. Right. So. Perfect. There was uh, less of an incentive to really like get invested in the shows because none of that stuff was ever going to come back. Right. Uh, so I guess before we really get into get into what's listed, mm -hmm. uh, according to Wikipedia, right. which is uh, our source for, <laughs> um, we got really invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since the original Iron Man. Mm -hmm. uh, we watched every movie, even though we some of them felt like homework, like Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, uh, and some of them were kind of lackluster, or yeah, lackluster like uh, Ultron or Thor two. Uh, yeah, and then when we saw Endgame, that made everything feel worth it. Mm -hmm. Like the investment in the whole thing really felt worth it with Endgame. And uh, Endgame felt like a definitive conclusion to, to some extent. But then they had the Spider-Man movie after that. But yeah. yeah. 
But anyway, it felt like a real conclusion to yes. everything that happened, and it felt like this big, uh, not only like narrative climax, but emotional climax. Right. You kind of felt like, phew, I'm done. Yeah. Well, at least we felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's not done. And, and I guess the, the, I'll say that for the most part, the Marvel movies are better than the DC movies. Yeah. Uh, and they seem to have figured out the, the secret sauce better, I think. Yeah. And it may be the characters that they're concentrating on. I mean, there are some good DC. Shazam was good. Yeah. Wonder Woman, the first one, was good. Yeah. Um, but there's not that many no. by comparison. And the, that really long movie, Zack Snyder's cut of... Justice League. Was, you know, a long version of Justice League. Yeah. I mean... The Snyder Cut was better, but it was still long. Right. But anyway. Um, so, let's talk, because on July 9th, the first of the films comes out. Yes. And that's going to be Black Widow, starring yes. uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Um, so, I'm sort of interested in seeing that. Yeah. I mean, she's a character that was in a lot of the movies. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. And... Um, Kind of felt like, okay, yeah, she kind of deserves a backstory. Yeah, like she, some of her backstory was fleshed out a little bit during the MCU, but this is the first time she's had like the spotlight entirely focused on her. Mm -hmm. And she was, she and Hawkeye were the only of the original team that didn't get anything focused on them. So it'll be interesting to see Black Widow carry her own story. Right. Uh, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, and I'll probably watch it at home. Yeah, because we're not ready yet to go to the theater, theater and possibly, you know, I it, we're all fully vaccinated, but yeah. still you just don't know. Yeah, and so I'd rather caution on the uh, error on the side of caution. Yeah, right, right, or caution. Yeah, there you go. So then after that is uh, in September is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Which, uh, from my understanding, would be the first uh, Asian uh, le Asian led uh, film in the MCU. Right, and I, I'm sure it's kind of you know I'm sure will play well in China, which is probably what they're why perhaps they're doing it. Right. Um, well, uh, representing the Asian community and yes. appealing to China. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, the only thing I really know is that they'll show the actual Mandalorian, not Mandalorian, <laughs> Mandarin. Let's find out more about. Yeah. Oh, the Mandarin that the guy that uh, yeah, the was... Mandarin in Iron Man, in Iron Man three was not the real Mandarin. Right, real Mandarin will be in Shang Chi. Huh. Well, there you go. Um, that said, I'm not as like invested with. Honestly, I'd never heard of the character until it was announced that it was going to be a yeah. movie. I mean, that's just that may be just me, you know, not not, not being a huge right. Marvel fan, but it wasn't. I mean, they're they. I know they found sort of gold by by picking on character using characters that were not really well known, like the Guardians of the Galaxy and Iron Man to a certain degree, and were able to sort of make a franchise out of those. Yeah, and I'm sure they're trying that with this as well, and there'll probably be a lot of those they'll probably be doing, if this goes on until 2028. Right. Um, yeah, that's not really going to be like a, have to see it day one. Right. For me. 
And then uh, November is Eternals, uh, which, from my understanding, is a uh, basically a race of godlike beings. Uh, or like Thanos' cousins? Kind of. Okay. Uh, the kind of an issue I've seen with re with uh, revealing these characters now is where were you when Thanos is going on his like genocidal rampage across the universe? Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to really have a lot of explaining to do. Well, they, they were on vacation. <laughs> they weren't here. They, they didn't have good internet connection. They know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be kind of interesting because they, they, they could have stopped them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just, again, I don't really feel too, like, hyped for Eternals. Okay. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, again, they weren't characters that I was really familiar with, so I'm not really... Yeah. You know, it, it's... Yeah, and, and, and these may be really good movies, and we may change our mind once we hear about how great they are or yeah. whatever, but at this, we're just kind of giving you our feeling now. Yeah. So, so in the moment. Right. Based on what little we know about these titles. Yeah. Then there's a Spider-Man No Way Home, which will be the fourth movie in 2021, apparently. Right. And it's... Everything about, is about home with that guy. Yeah. So that'll be the third one with uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Third one that's just Spider-Man okay. with Tom Holland. Right. And from my understanding, that's the end of his uh, uh, contract. Okay. So they're going to reboot it again? Well, I don't know what they'll do. That may be the last time he's just their solo... Uh, no, no word on if he'll, he might appear again later, but right. the only reason I might watch, I might watch No Way Home because we've seen pretty much every other Spider-Man movie. Yes, so far. And, uh, it's hopefully that actually, that's supposed to like round out whatever story they were going for. So yeah. hopefully it actually does that. Unless it's just more setup. Are they going to bring back? Um, I can't think of the. I'm, I'm terrible with character names, even my own. But the the bird character. Vulture. Vulture. I don't know. It would be interesting if they did. Yeah. Because he was a good villain. Because they kind of set it up where he was coming back. Yeah. At some point. And we, and they. Yeah. So I, I would think they'd have to kind of do that. Um, the thing I I am less intrigued by. Is this version of Spider-Man because they sort of made him into Iron Man Jr. Yeah. Because it's the suit does everything. Yeah. The, well, so it could be a whole other discussion, but the MCU in general is pretty Iron Man-centric. Because he's yeah. kind of more or less the main, main character. And so that kind of spilled over into the MCU's interpretation of Spider-Man. Like, it's just Iron Man again. Yeah. Except for, I, I liked it when it was the... the See the original Spider-Man series of films, uh, Sam Raimi trilogy. Yes, where he was actually bitten by a spider and had to yeah. shoot the webs out. Uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man was bitten by a spider. They just didn't show it because they they hinted, they talked, and briefly mentioned that in dialogue. They just didn't show it because they didn't want to rehash the origin again. 
But what, what I'm trying to say is, you got the sense that he could shoot the, you know, right. with the Tom Holland. organic web shooters yeah. versus the mechanical web shooters. Because, I mean, there's really no reason to have him being bitten by a spider, because the suit does everything. I guess we are frozen according to this. Do we just move on with audio? <laughs> I guess so. <clears throat> um... So then after that is uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And so <laughs> it's weird to see yourself just standing there. Um, yeah, doc, the first Doctor Strange movie was, was like homework. I felt like I had to go see it because it was part of this MCU. Yeah. Um, with uh, He was better as an ensemble character. Yeah. And so I like I like it better as an ensemble. I'm not sure if I how much I'm gonna get into another standalone. We're frozen. Should we do something about that or? I don't know what we can do about that. That's <laughs> okay. weird. Um. So um. It says the director for Multiverse of Madness is Sam Raimi. Wow. So now that gives me some hope. Yeah. And maybe I'd want to watch that. Um, so after, so that gives me a little more hope that maybe I'd, I'd want to watch it if it's Sam Raimi because he really knew, I think he was obviously made the best Spider-Man films. Maybe he could do something more with yeah. Doctor Strange and make it a little more interesting. Yeah, yes. His horror background could be interesting for that. Right. So then after that is uh, Thor Love and Thunder, directed by Taika Waititi. Yes. And he did a really good, really good job with Ragnarok. That was the best of the Thor films. Yes. And so, and he's a, you know, he did that um, Jojo Rabbit film yeah. as well. And so he's... Uh, I think a good director, and it's, he brings a certain amount of humor to it that this film's kind of need anyway. Yeah. Why are we frozen? I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So. It's been a great video. Uh, then it's uh, Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. And if, that, if that's the subtitle. <laughs> right. Um, you've lost your main actor. Right. It'd be interesting to see how they how they deal with that. Oh, well, like I said. Uh, with Wonder Woman 1984, it'll be some comic book stuff. Yeah. Like comic book magic. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be interesting to see how that works out. Should I just remove our... Stare at that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, then we have, uh, later in 20... At the end of 20, November of 2022... We have the Marvels. Right. Which I don't know too much about. Uh, it will have... Captain Marvel. Yes. Brie Larson returning. And it's, she is joined by... Uh, Tiona Paris. Who was first introduced as the adult Monica Rambo In WandaVision. Right. So, oops, missed that. And uh, I guess it'll have Kamala Khan. Okay. This is Marvel. So, yeah. Uh, Which will then feed into the Disney series that we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, so, I like 
Captain Marvel. Right. I'd read the comic book. That was one of the, one of the ones I had read, so I did I did enjoy seeing that character, and she was sort of the hero in, in the kind of at the end of the series. Yeah, kind of came through and helped them. So I I might want to see the Marvels. Okay. Um, then we have Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Uh, trying off twenty twenty three. Right. Well, what do we think of the other Ant-Man movies? Um, I like I, them. Yeah, the first one was probably better uh, from a writing standpoint than the second one, but I don't really like those, so I guess Quantumania is kind of a maybe. Right. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I already want to say it anyway because... James Gunn. Right. He was really good with the Guardian with Guardians and uh I've been a fan of some of his other work, like uh he wrote Lollipop Chainsaw. Right. Uh so Um one of the things that they sort of set up at the end of that of the big Marvel phase three was Thor going with them. Right. I don't think I haven't seen anything saying that that's what's gonna happen in this. I thought that was a really great setup. Yeah, it'll be Cool. Yeah, um, and he he goes away with them at the at the end of the at the end of the movie, doesn't he? I think he's on the on board the ship or something. Uh, from my memory, it's yeah. Probably. So, uh, the one thing I I go back to Thor: Love and Thunder is I understand Tessa Thompson's going to be in it as well, and I right. I I like their pairing. I even like them in. Um, Men in Black International, right? Because I, I like them together. I think they're they're they make a good on screen uh, pairing, not necessarily a couple, but they, right. they play off each other well. So I I'd be interested to see them again together. So I guess we sounds like Thor. We're gonna go see. <laughs> uh, and then Fantastic Four. We've been burned twice, twice. already. Yes. So I'm hesitant to uh, jump on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, now that you could say that was Fox's doing, not Marvel's doing. Right. Um, but yeah, it's kind of. And then they, I remember the, the first one. It was almost the thing was a little almost you know over the top, and then they changed some of the. Wasn't it brothers and sisters, and then they weren't brothers and sisters, and the. Uh, it was, the, the the 2015 one just really messed everything up. Well, there was, I remember there was something in there where they used a Dodge engine or something. You know, <laughs> talked about it. It's, you know, like, oh, wow. Right. The was, second, the Fantastic Four Rise of Silver Surfer. Right. Uh, so we've burned three times. <laughs> I guess we've burned three times. So not too enthusiastic about the MCU's interpretation of Fantastic Four because clearly it hasn't worked yet. Right. I'm sure they could somehow make it work, but I wouldn't go and go out and see it like day one right uh so i guess moving on to the tv series well blade is actually on here as well well in a different list okay well <clears throat> the list i have it's on all right <laughs> so moving on to the tv series we talked a little bit about wandavision and how we didn't watch it and we talked about falcon and the winter soldier and how we liked it and now it's loki is actually out and playing yeah it's been out for a couple of weeks yeah and uh, we have seen nothing. Nothing. Um, okay, Loki. Uh, that's my understanding. That's 
building off a plot thread from uh, Endgame. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I should explain it, because I don't know if it's too much of a spoiler, but we've already kind of spoiled something anyway. So the part where they, uh, where Loki ends up getting away. Right. And so it's building off of that. Uh, I, uh, like Tom Hiddleston's take on Loki, but yes. it's not, I guess we just weren't, like, I, I we, need to see this. On a weekly basis, or right. or one big day, I don't know if they're, I assume, I think they're putting out weekly as opposed yeah, to Netflix. Yeah, Disney Plus has been putting their original content out weekly. So I'm not sure I need a Loki fix every week. Right. Yeah. And then I, I think it's already, like, season two was already planned, so. Yeah. Uh, so, and <laughs> after that is What, what If. if? Uh, okay, What If, I think that's based on a uh, kind of story that Marvel has done, where it explores alternate uh, versions of events. Like, uh, what they have in this blurb is What If. Peggy Carter became uh, the first super soldier. Right. Uh, and, so, and interestingly, uh, the Jane Foster Thor uh, storyline that Thor Love and Thunder is going to adapt uh, was originally explored in a one sh in a what if one shot. Right. Uh, so what if, from my understanding, will be an animated series, which right. actually works for uh, exploring alternate reality because then they don't have to necessarily uh, spend as much money on doing all the live action stuff <laughs> together. The animation is not cheap, but right, but it will work better for kind of doing whatever they want to. And so this is going to be a, an anthology series. So I guess it'll be reimagining a lot of the storylines. Yeah. Um, so that might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, then we have Ms. Marvel, which is definitely going to be uh, Kamala Khan. Okay. Uh, she is uh, she's well known for being a uh, Muslim superhero. Right. Uh, she has, uh, Cap my understanding, she has Captain Marvel's powers. Yes. <clears throat> According to this little blurb. Yeah. Yes, she does. Uh, I'm not committed to Ms. Marvel at the moment because I didn't really read any of the comics. Right. Or I, okay, I read like one issue, but I just, uh, there were other things that caught my attention. It has nothing to do with Ms. Marvel as a character. It's just... The, uh, <clears throat> the just the name alone makes you think they're just trying to Marvel. <laughs> just that name. Um, but anyway, yeah. Well, <clears throat> and then there's finally Hawkeye getting his Day in the sun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think of the idea of uh, Jeremy Renner carrying his own season? Uh, it would could be interesting. I mean, they also have uh, Holly Steinfeld involved. Yeah. And uh, or Haley Steinfeld, and she's she's I've liked her in everything I, things I've seen her in True Grit and Bumblebee. The, yeah book in her career <laughs> but uh you know so that could be interesting he they kind of gave him sort of a family life and all that kind of stuff a yeah. little away from everybody else's um so jeremy renner's a yeah he's a likable guy Hawkeye yeah. was kind of you know the 
there's also that he also has reputation for being Hawkeye, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Moon Knight mm-hmm. is after that. I'm not uh, all in on Moon Knight. Okay. I don't really know that much about the character. It's a new series. Well, of course it is. The action adventure features a complex vigilante who suffers from disassociative identity disorder. Um, fun for the family. I'm sure they'll, they'll make Moon Knight work. I just am not too invested in the character. Right. Uh, after that is She-Hulk. Right. Uh, that one could actually be interesting because she is a she's an attorney. Yeah. Who has who can uh, has the ability to turn into a Hulk-like being. Ah. Now wasn't she Deadpool's lawyer or something like that? Or it, yeah. In the Deadpool comics, she is Deadpool's attorney. Right. Uh, but in this case, she, uh, deals with, uh, legal cases involving superhumans. Okay. So, that could actually be an interesting twist on, like, courtroom drama. Right. And then it does include Mark Ruffalo, would be appearing as Hulk. How is, what's their relationship, Hulk and She-Hulk? Uh. Are they just two people that are Hulks, or? I'm not sure. Uh, I think on Wikipedia I saw something about like cousin. Okay. Uh, don't, don't at me on that, as the as people would say. Because <laughs> I mean, he got his powers through some sort of like, gamma radiation. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know about She-Hulk. Okay. Except I'm aware that in her, uh, at least in her original comic series, she uh, was able to break the fourth wall. Okay. Uh, then we have Secret Invasion. Yes. Which, it stars is. Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as the Skrull. The Skrull Tullus. Characters who we first met in Captain Marvel. Right. So, I guess it's an event series. Uh, again, I don't know too much about that. Oh, I remember the Skrulls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, then you got like Samuel Jackson. Yeah. You know, big name, so. Uh, I don't think he would do crap. Right. Then there's the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which I might watch anyway. <laughs> that could be really funny. Yeah, hopefully it's better than the Star Wars Holiday yeah. Special. Yeah, so it's got James Gunn again, yeah. so that's good. Uh, then we have uh, Ironheart, which is basically trying to do Iron Man again with a different character, I guess. Okay. Uh, I'm just not gung-ho about it. I assume they feel they need that kind of, you know, they, as you said, Iron Man was sort of the, yeah, held the whole thing together, kind of, and so maybe they feel like this, and he's dead, so maybe this, they're trying to revise that with somebody else. Probably, but again, I'm not, like, woohoo! Yeah. Uh, then Armor Wars. Uh, oh, done. Cheeto comes back. Yeah. So, I like him. Yes. Uh, so that might that might act, war machine something with war machine might actually be interesting. So now we're we're basically saying we're watching the half of these more than half of these things. <laughs> well, some of them are like just they're maybes. Yeah, yeah. So the armor wars is more of a maybe. Okay. Uh, then finally. 
Uh, okay, the Wikipedia list says Untitled Wakanda series, but this other list says I am Groot. Right. So who do we believe? Well, either way, it's one of those two. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, wait, how do you feel about uh, Groot carrying his own series? Uh, it depends on really who who he's co-starring with. Yeah. I mean, as a character that just says his name... Um, you know, you need somebody to interpret. Always oh, saying this and whatever that, and that was what Rocket you know, Rocket did. Yeah. So you kind of you need somebody. You need that sort of balance, I think, with with a character like that. Yeah. And so, not knowing anything about it, I my first thought is, <laughs> not sure I want to see it. All right, so that's how we feel about uh, Phase 4. It, again, it's how we feel in the moment. Our right. thoughts might change later. Uh, maybe Black Widow will suddenly get us interested, but I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, a lot of, as you said, is kind of hit and miss. And it's, it's after 10 years and 23 films, I feel like we put a lot into that. Yeah. And maybe... You know, there's a little bit of, I don't want to get sucked back into another decade of must-see films, I guess. Yeah. I kind of feel like I've done that. You've done it to me once. And and Disney has the, obviously, because that's who owns Marvel. Right. They have the advantage of having all these major franchises that they can just keep going back to and back to and back to. And you kind of hope that they don't, you know, solo this one of these movies. Yeah. Because that was sort of like a misstep. Which they're they're going to continue to make those with I hate to say it, probably with Star Wars, but right. um, and they kind of did they kind of botched that third trilogy yeah as we've discussed uh, not necessarily on the show but so you kind of worry that they might just get a little too maybe lazy or dis disorganized or something yeah uh, and I feel like uh, if they keep releasing the Marvel stuff at the rate that they're going which is apparently going to be like four films a year right then uh they run they run a real risk of being uh oversaturated yeah i mean because I, I i they're probably also trying to you know lightning strike twice you know maybe we could get everybody but the the thing that worked with that whole first three phases was there was an end game yeah literally involved in it and i don't see that here yet yeah and maybe they're going to try to pull all this together but you know, it's kind of like you can't. Was it Toy Story three? They were, which is another Disney franchise. But they were, where they were going down the incinerator chute. Yeah. You know, you can't make me do that every film. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, put me through that kind of ringer. Uh, so, yeah, they have to kind of, you have to really worry about oversaturation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that about covers it. Right. I guess it does. Yeah. So, uh, until next time. I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Square. Uh -huh.